Welcome to the Palmetto Report. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Frederick. I'm here with my producer, Taylor Mitchell. Thank you for joining us. It's Hispanic Heritage Month, and to get some insight into the Hispanic experience, we'll be speaking with two Winthrop students, Taya Franco, who is a senior mass communication student and formerly the editor of the Johnsonian, the on-campus newspaper, and currently the editor of the anthology, the university's literary magazine. Also joining us is Evan Santiago, a junior mass communication major and host of the Eagle Air talk show, Trash Talk. Welcome, both of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. According to PBS, undergraduate enrollment rates have more than doubled to 3 million for Hispanics. This is a question for both of you. Uh, What do you think when you hear those numbers? It is a number that kind of frankly surprises me. Um, Not so much in that this is a generation where college is pushed like no other. So I guess that's kind of expected. Um, but um, it's also kind of surprising um, because I'm, although I'm sure that there is um, an increased uh, Latino or Hispanic presence on college campuses, it, it doesn't feel like it's very visible. Um, if that makes sense, to be present doesn't really uh, mean that that community is visible. Um, and so, I mean, in some ways, it surprises me, and in many others, it doesn't um, in that sense. Taya? Um, yeah, I would say I agree. Um, I'm also not super surprised that there's been an increase. Um, however, like, yeah, you don't see very many Hispanics on, like, this college campus in particular, and I'm sure it's that way for other people as well. Um, I know, like, when I was looking into colleges, there weren't a whole lot that had a really big population of Hispanic people and so it's a little surprising but it's like definitely good so well what drew you to Winthrop initially well I was drawn to Winthrop I think partially because of like it being like somewhat close to home um, and also just like the journalism program was really good and really interested me but also diversity was a really big factor in me coming here There were a lot of schools that I looked into that were like 80% white students or like, you know, like there wasn't a huge diverse pool, especially like in South Carolina, especially at the schools I was looking at. Um, So it was nice to see that Winthrop had a more like diverse array of students, even if there's still not, as I was saying before, like tons and tons of students just like me. It's nice to know that there's a lot of other minorities on campus who have like at least somewhat similar experiences? Um, I would say, well, first of all, Winthrop wasn't necessarily my first choice. Um, But as I am getting older and realizing and learning more about myself, I realize that a lot of my decisions in terms of choosing a university do have to, they they relate to my identity as a minority. Um, I was originally on track after graduating high school, I was on track to um, attend USC uh, to study political science. And um, orientation week, I was there touring and ready to rush (laughs) Kappa Sigma. And there was a part of me that just did not belong. And I mean, mean, reflecting upon it now, I do feel like 
it's because subconsciously I was realizing that there were not a lot of people that looked like me, um, or at least in the circles that I was involving myself in. Um, fast forward two years later, um, I was actually about to start attending NYU, and I chickened out yet again because I felt like I was just so crippled by fear and um, just had this small voice in the back of my head telling me that I couldn't do it and that I was just going to fail. And um, I don't think that that's necessarily a, a, a voice that a lot of my peers have to deal with, um, or at least to the extent that some others do. And I think that that's tied to identity as well, as, as especially um, when it comes to race and ethnicity and what we're conditioned to believe about the communities that we belong to. And so um, I ended up coming here and um, it turned out to be for the better because I do feel that I, I belong here um, and that at every corner I do have an ally who, or you know, even people who have the same experiences that I do as a Hispanic, um, there, like Taya said, there aren't very many, but I probably know like four, <laughs> including Taya now. So <laughs> previously three and myself. So, um, and I, I mean, it's it's nice to sometimes hear them talking about their own experiences here at Winthrop and in life in general, and just realizing that I'm not alone in that experience. Do you find that people have similar experiences, or are they drastically different? Uh, you mean within theirs? the community, or um, within the community, but at Winthrop, I have found personally that they're almost identical, um, and it, again, that's just such a great feeling to know that <laughs> there are people that you can talk to about those kinds of things, and that um, you're not alone in in that struggle, whatever it may be. Um, I feel like it's not talked about as much as. Um, other racial or ethnic communities, which is fine, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's nice to know that there are other people that are, are dealing with the same thing, um, and of course, the, just culturally, um, I was talking about this with <laughs> uh, a friend of mine earlier today, and another uh, awesome Latina woman, um, that our community isn't the best at talking about these kinds of things, um, and I feel like we still have yet to have that that same self-love movement that that other uh, racial communities have had. We were having the pitch meeting for the show. We were having a bit of a hard time because um, we knew we wanted to discuss Hispanic Heritage Month, um, but we were having a hard time deciding how to discuss it because we do have such a low population of mm -hmm. Hispanic students at Winthrop. It's about 4.8% according to the um, Winthrop website. Um, we do have a lot of um, cultural organizations on campus, but we don't have any Hispanic organizations. Um, does that, is there a void there? Like if there is, do you guys, how do you fill it, do you think? Um, well, I've, I've never heard those numbers. So that's, I mean, not surprising, but it's still kind of shocking um, just because Winthrop is such an inclusive school. Um, I don't know. I. I I'm kind of blindsided by that number now. <laughs> it's a little scary to think about, but um, yeah, I do think that there is there is a void that should be filled there, um, and maybe now that I mean I, the first the first step to to filling that kind of void is education first, I believe, 
and just knowing those numbers. I'm sure if, if other Latino or Hispanic students here at Winthrop knew about those numbers, they'd be moved to do something. I know I am now. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's definitely starts with education first and then organization and movement. Um, I also know that a few years ago, someone on campus tried to start a like cultural club uh, geared towards Hispanic students. And it was... It was around for like a little while and then she graduated and then it kind of like fell apart. And I think the biggest issue with it was just having enough people to be a part of it. Um, Because like you said, there's 4.8% of the student body that's Hispanic. That's not a lot of people. Um, And you have to take into account that I'm sure some of those are commuter students or some of those are people who aren't interested in being involved in student organizations. Um, So the number's already so low. And so like the and also starting a new club is so hard. It's so hard to Mm -hmm. get new people to join this new thing that hasn't existed before. And so it just, I think, gets to a point where it's like, well, there's no club and I can't start one. Like and so that's kind of everyone's like mindset. Um, And it's just like a difficult thing to be the one who's going to be like, I'm going to be the first person to do it. And, like, to have, like, the time and the ability to do it, especially since we're only on campus for four years before we graduate. I know that prior to coming to Winthrop, um, I a big part of me coming to Winthrop was because it was so diverse, just like you said, Taya. Um, and I never really had many black teachers before. Um, so coming here and taking um, classes with black pl- professors, um, even if they were just, like, gen ed classes, um, was really cool for me to see, regardless of whether or not I actually enjoyed taking their classes. Um, I thought it was really cool. Do you guys um, feel the same way? Do you ha- have you had a lot of um, faculty that f- you feel represents you? I've had one Hispanic professor since coming to Winthrop, and that was my Spanish one or two professor. Um, and so, I mean, it was like cool in part. Um, But also, I think for me personally, it came with like added pressure because she expected me to know Spanish going in. And like I'm in Spanish 102, so obviously I didn't know any Spanish. Um, Like my family didn't grow up speaking it. So I think for me, it just proved to be a little more stressful than like like inspiring or exciting. Um, But I mean, I'm sure like everyone has different experiences. And I'm sure for some people, that'd be really awesome to have a professor who's actually Spanish but also like the actual Spanish professors who are teaching Spanish tend to teach the lower level students so they tend to teach mostly white students um the like Hispanic students if they're going to come to Winthrop and they already know Spanish and they're going to take a Spanish class it'll be a higher level and those are usually taught by like because my class is taught by like an adjunct professor and like the full-time faculty as far as I know are like either all white or like mostly white um so I don't know it's just yeah I mean there's not a lot of Hispanic professors at Winthrop at least not in like the departments that I study in so same for me Uh, (laughs) I have a feeling you probably are talking about the same professor Uh, one professor 102 Spanish 102 was the only (laughs) or has been so far the only um Hispanic professor I've had and that is one of two people in my entire educational career same k-12 <laughs> up until now um the only other latino or hispanic 
teacher I had was in high school, and that was my Spanish teacher. Same. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I don't know. I feel like there's there's a part of me that is wanting that representation um, in not only in number but in subject and content as well. Like probably you know being able to see um, someone that I can relate to in my own department that I'm that the in the major that I'm pursuing would most likely inspire me um, to do a little better. Um, but I'm also having such a great time learning about the experiences of other people. And, you know, Winthrop has done a great job at um, teaching us things that we didn't necessarily learn in, in K-12. Um, and so, I don't know, I'm kind of torn on that one because I, I, haven't had a t- I haven't had enough of a taste of it to really crave it. So... I don't really know what I'm missing. <laughs> well, speaking of what Winthrop is doing uh, to recruit students, mm-hmm. what do you think Winthrop uh, is doing to retain students? I think they're like recently have been uh, developing a lot of their like already existing programs and making new programs and like more diverse programs. Um, I know, like I am. A political science minor and they've like recently started a lot of new classes and like same with the mass con department there's a ton of new classes this semester so I think that's kind of a big thing is giving students a more diverse group of classes to take and learn from which like makes them stand out from other colleges Um, and I think Winthrop just really values their students and makes them feel like welcome like I feel very like at home at Winthrop and that's a way that I've never felt in any other school I've been in so I think that's kind of what they're pushing for. I think that uh, a lot of the methods that are used to retain students are in offering new classes and new programs. Um, I think we could probably do better with with organizations and student organizations because I feel like that is a space where students can can really thrive in um, and especially with their own peers I feel like that's really important but again that's not really on administration or um, admissions that's more on the students themselves. Evan Taya thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. You've been listening to the Palmetto Report.